starring Buddy Epson. Also starring Lee Merriweather. With guest stars Janice Rule, Darlene Carr, Victoria Shaw. Special guest star William Shatner. Tonight's episode To Catch a Dead Man. Tonight's episode, To Catch a Dead Man, Ron Ziegler, Mental Health Hour. And that was the series called Barnaby Jones with Buddy Epson, who played Jed Clampett in the Beverly Hillbillies. I'm Ron Ziegler. This is my Mental Health Hour with my beautiful wife, Brenda. Hi, everybody in Anchorland. And I give my wife total respect on everything I do. Except for when we have our mental health clashes. And it's okay because we're mentally ill, right? And my wife was fully clothed today in her pajamas, covered in a blanket, in bed, still sleeping, and I videotaped her. And if she would have thought that was wrong, she would have told me so. Was that wrong of me, or did you were okay with it? I was okay with it. You were okay with it? Can you say that loudly, please? I was okay with it because I was covered underneath the blanket in my pajamas. And Jennifer was fine with it, too, wasn't she? Yes. And Jennifer is my beautiful red-headed friend who I've been friends with for 22 years. And I could have gone out with Jennifer, but Jennifer is, is a lesbian, and she's my beautiful sister. And she's a beautiful lady. And she has no heart for when it comes to some other people judging me. Someone who's a mental health consumer in hospice care dying of kidney failure. I'm dying of kidney failure and I'm being judged left and right with false accusations, allegations about me, and assumptions about me. And people are claiming that because you have mental illness you should be institutionalized right away. And in my situation, it is now over after a nine-year battle in the courtroom system under Broward County scrutiny. I had to wear a monitor for three years. And that was a horrible experience. But it was a lesson learned in life. I wore that monitor with dignity. Oh, I sure did, especially when it went off in church. The pastor says we're all, we're all, uh, we're all being accused of something now. Every time a monitor would go off, I would be falsely accused of something. And it was always going off because my accuser continued to make false allegations about me. And it was proven in a court of law she made all these false allegations about me. And it's not been proven. Not one allegation she said about me is true. And it's been proven. So go fuck yourself, my accusers. Go take your accusations and fuck off kindly. I won. Fuck you. And the reality is, I don't have a subway here in Florida to push people off because of my mental health. I will gladly push them off in the reality of prayer. And the power of prayer is more important than mental illness. And I'll tell you why. Because the power of prayer fails over all because that will not fail and my enemies will always be my footstool 
<coughs> and I had a beautiful nurse come over today and hung out with my beautiful wife and hung out with my beautiful friend Jennifer. And the three ladies were talking about how wonderful I am as a human being. And they don't want me to die. None of those women want me to die. And yet I am dying of kidney failure. And I give them all respect. And once in a while, our mental health will flare up and then it'll act out. But that's because we have mental illness. It's an illness. It's not a crime to have a sickness. It's, it's not a crime. And I don't need to be in no institution. I've done nothing wrong. I've done absolutely nothing wrong. And I've not been found guilty of anything. Period. I'm innocent. And I've been proven innocent. And in the court of law, I'm being dismissed in mental health court. By the grace of God, there go I. Thank you, God, for the mercy of the courts to have mercy on me with mental illness. I go see a psychologist. I see a psychiatrist. I take my meds. I see a pastor. I do what is of respected of me by law to take care of myself, and I do just fine. I live in a home in Pembroke Pines. I have no problems with anybody around me. I take care of my home the best way I can. I live with my beautiful wife. We have, we have problems once in a while, but that's because we're mentally ill. And we have normal problems like normal people. Except for when I want to wear her underwear and stretch them out or pick my nose and throw my snot on the wall. <laughs> and that's not respect either, but uh, it is what it is. And the reality is I like to eat raw flesh. And those Heath bars too. Mm. I love raw flesh. And you know what the reality is? The reality is I'm well. And I like to eat raw flesh. Mm. Mm. And I'm not in hell. And I have no spells. And I'm doing just fine. And I have a gorgeous wife. And the reality is I have a wife for 22 years. Not many people in mental health can say that about themselves, but I can. I prevailed with a beautiful wife, a blue-eyed angel, who came into my wife 22 years ago in 1999, and I asked her to be my lady. She had no ultimatum when I said, you're mine whether you like it or not. Didn't I not tell you that? Yes. Did you okay with that? And, and and it wasn't ownership, was it? It was love. Yes. Right, see? And my wife can tell you. My wife has her own mind. She can tell you what the reality is of how she feels. She doesn't need to hide behind anyone. She gets out and she confronts you. And trust me, she confronts me on my on my situation. And she puts me down pretty good. My wife kicks my fucking ass. <clears throat> so does my red-headed friend Jennifer. And when they team up together, the women, forget it. I'm a lost cause. I'm buried in the wind. <laughs> and they gang up on me, too. I'll tell you that much. And I can't I can't let these women beat me up, man. They've, they beat me up pretty profusely, though. But uh, they do it out of the kindness of their human hearts because they love me so much. 
But the reality is, I was bullied out of my parents' condo by three women. My mother uh, and two women. A neighbor and a, and a former neighbor. And I took in the neighbor that was a friend of mine for 24 years, Renee Maimon. Born on March 24th, 1961. And who was evicted 24 times in a two-year period. If you Google her name, you'll see where I'm coming with that. And the reality is, she stole my parents' property from me. And she stole everything in my condo from me. So now, the town of Davie is responsible for that wrongful action. Due to the reality of being wrongfully evicted without due process. I was wrongfully evicted without due process. And the reality is, my lawyers know this. And they're investigating the town of Davie, Broward County... And the state of Florida, regardless for what they put me through. And I'm also going to sue DCF for falsifying evidence that was supposedly there that was not there. And the reality is, I'm going to gain back everything that was taken from me, including my parents' condo. And I will get it back guaranteed. And... As far as those women are concerned, they can all go to hell. Every one of them. For what they put me through. My mother needs prayer. That's the only one I'll pray for. The other two women can go to hell. My mom needs to get professional counseling for her mental health. It's a reality that I've caused because of my mental health. I had a mental health breakdown when I was a kid. And my mom had a grudge against me for 40 years of mental health abuse that I've caused on the family. And I am responsible for my family's actions because of the grievance that I caused with my mental illness. And I am not afraid to tell you that. And I owned up to it. And I admitted my faults. And anyone that cannot do that deserves no grace from God. And God's given me his grace. I have five months with no dialysis. I'm still here to this day. Through the grace of God, there go me, myself, and I. And the reality is, I'm dying of kidney failure, with renal failure, congenitive heart failure. And I give my ladies total respect. If I didn't, I wouldn't have such beautiful ladies in my life. I've been with Brenda 22 years. Can you say that? Can any of you say that? I have a good life. I had a good life with my beautiful wife. Yes, we had problems, but we worked them out through psychology. Thank God for psychologists and psychologists and psychiatric medicine. That medicine is a godsend to people with mental illness. I admit that. If I didn't admit that, I'd be wrong. Right, wife? Right. Are you happy? Do you want to talk? You want to say it? Oh, okay. Yeah, she's very happy. But don't go on your phone yet, okay? When I'm done, you can go on it, okay? Oh, okay. You're just laying there. Okay. You're laying down. You're taking a nap, huh? My wife, he, uh, I kept up all night last night because I was having convulsions. <coughs> and I cramped. But the reality is, 
I have a beautiful wife that loves me. I have beautiful girlfriends that have been my friends for years. And they will stay at my side no matter what I do. As long as it's not suicide or murder. I'm doing just fine in the eyes of God and man. And I'm well loved. Do you know what it's like to be well loved? I do. Even by my own parents. Even though my mom has a vindictive personality towards me. I know she still loves me. But there's that vindictive personality that my mother has because I caused it on her with my mental illness. I admit that freely. Because I did it with my mental illness during my teenage years. When you're a teenager and you get diagnosed with mental illness, it's embarrassing. And it's also embarrassing to tell everybody that you're bisexual. Because you were raped at age 13 and you didn't know how to tell anybody that you were raped. And you were told that if you told anybody that you got raped, they would vandalize their, your parents' home. And they did. And they did just that. I told you that story. And I'm not afraid to tell people who I am or what I am in the reality of my mental illness. I'm mentally ill. I suffer from bipolar schizoaffect. It's a mental health condition. I was cursed with it with a coat hanger abortion attempt on my life. I met Avita King through my Essence radio show, and I told her my story. And she goes, I'm glad you're still here. We talked about Nichelle Nichols, the communications officer on Star Trek, who met Martin Luther King a few years ago. And he told her to stay with Star Trek and continue her work with Star Trek, because her job opened up the reality of jobs for beautiful black women to have beautiful careers. Thank God for Gene Roddenberry's dream to boldly go where no manic depressive has gone before. That's me. And I'm Ron. And I'm a mental health consumer. I'm not afraid to tell you. And a mental health consumer is a person who consumes medications for mental health. And mental health is not a crime. Mental health is a disease. It's an affliction of the brain caused by some unknown ailments of your body. It's an affliction that I wish I never had, but I have it. If I didn't have those character defects, I probably would have been a lot better off as a better human being, but somehow God gave me that reward of mental illness. I accept it as a gift more than a curse now. And for a long time, I didn't want to do that. I was ashamed of who I was as Ron Ziegler. Do you know what it's like to be ashamed of your own self? To thy own self be true. And the reality is I'm mentally ill. And I'm not afraid to tell you who I am. Or what I am. I'm not afraid to tell you I like to wear my wife's underwear. It's an erotic feeling. It's an experience of a spiritual climax. God, I love my wife and her panties. And mine, too. I got my own. (laughs) I told you I'm a sick, psychotic fuck. And I love Dexter. Dexter gives me a whole new therapist. He's my new psychologist. Uh, The dark passenger of mental health. Thank you, Michael C. Hall. God bless you for what you do for that show. Do not kill that show off, please. It gives us mental health consumers an adversary to look out for. 
and our dark passenger and mental illness. I reside in Pembroke Pines, Florida. I'm a mental health consumer, and if you want to know about Ron Ziegler, all you do is pick up your phone and call me. And uh, I have my own podcast. 9,000 of you beautiful people are following me. I don't know why. I'm a filthy rag. I'm a filthy rag. I admit that I'm a filthy rag because I am. I have mental illness. And and I don't have these chains around me anymore. I've been free. My pastor says I'm free to walk the earth until I do harm to someone else. And that's when they'll put me away. But until then, I'm not going to do no harm to no one. I'm not going to push anybody off of a subway. And I'm not having any intentions to do any harm to anyone. I want do no harm is my religion. But I like the reality of Dexter and the Saran Wrap to some people that I'd like to do. But it's all in the reality of TV show entertainment. That's all that is. And I'm a reality of a kind of a guy in mental health. I have mental illness. I walk down line every day. Every day with my beautiful wife, Brenda. She's been at my side for 22 years. And if anybody deserves a reward in life, it's her. And that's why I'm seeking civil restitution after my situation and, and then in the, in, in the Broward County court system after nine years of bullshit. Thank God I won. Thank God I can rest in peace now. Thank God I can go on with my life and enjoy life with what I have left. I plan to be cremated through the Neptune Society. If anybody wants to make a donation to the Neptune Society, they can contact Neptune Society. Say I'd like to make a donation to Ronald Lee Ziegler's name and pay off the Neptune Society for my mom. I'm... I'm not asking much. Maybe five, ten dollars. That's it. That's all I want. To help my mom. And I do love my mom regardless of her vindictive personality that she has towards me. I'm mentally ill. What the fuck are you going to get from me? I love my father. He's going to be 91 in February. That man loves me with no conditions. He forgave me a long time ago with my mental illness. He gave me his heart, his home. He provided for me, took care of me. He gave me everything I wanted in life. He, he tried to teach me how to play ball. He tried to teach me to be in Cub Scouts. He tried to do a lot of things for me, but I couldn't function because of my mental illness. I was ashamed of who I was. I was bleeding on the inside with mental illness. And uh, I would buy, instead of go out and do things and play ball, I would buy Star Trek dolls and have Star Trek be my life. Star Trek was my life. I would set up the figurines in my closet and, and each one would be at their post. I would take, I would walk along the road and pick up car parts and turn it into studios and and I would build things out of the car parts and and do what I was expected of me as a human being to keep myself sane 
when I didn't have a job, I would build little studios for my Star Trek men. Today I live peacefully here in Pembroke Pines. I do writings on social media. And all I want to do is live a normal life with my beautiful wife, Brenda. And I got maybe a couple more months left on this earth. Why pick on me anymore? I'm dying of kidney failure, renal failure, and congenitive heart failure. My beautiful wife loves me. My beautiful friend Jennifer loves me. My beautiful nurse loves me, Ismeda. <coughs> and they know I'm when I cough blood up or, or when I have severe pain. They know the reality is coming soon and I'm dying. I want my life to be whole now. I want to make peace with my family. I want to be at peace with those around me, even my enemies. I don't care anymore about the frivolous arguing. I don't care. I want to live a normal life, even though the reality is I am not Dexter Morgan. I'm Ron Ziegler. I'm a mental health consumer with a dark passenger of mental illness. There go me, myself, and I. Thank you to my diverse captive audience for listening in to the Ron Ziegler Mental Health Hour. Um, and thank you for listening to Barney B. Jones's uh, theme, starring William Shatner. I remember that episode. He was also in Columbo, as I recall. Shatner was in a lot of TV shows. T.J. Hooker was one of my favorites. But anyway, thank you all for tuning in. And have no spells. Be well. And stay the hell out of hell. There's too many people down there. I'd rather see you all in heaven. Until we meet again, be well. Thank you.